0: Love Talk Radio.
1: is Pastor Stevie and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. And if you're listening to us via our simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. on Monday, we're glad to have you. But if you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at livedeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, and locations or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally Ethically and in righteousness If you hear any of our content Through any other means It is the result of internet piracy And copyright infringement And all those who participate in any Internet piracy can be persecuted By uh, by federal agents Having said all that We can now get down to the business of the kingdom So go ahead and get a pen And some paper And if you have any comments or questions At the end of the ministry tonight We'll get uh, you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. So now, if you would join your hearts with me in a word of prayer, and we'll get started. Go to the word today. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me in the mind of Christ. Open my eyes, that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. That healing and deliverance break forth in this time and this place because of your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus revealed to us the Father and draws into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace as we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, this is um, part six of stir up the gift that is in you. And as we, you know, I want to probably bring it to a close as soon as I can here. (laughs) But as we begin to look into how to live uh, victorious in this life, uh, there's a word that God has spoken to you. And sometimes we let that promise slip. But I want you to know that the word does live and abide forever. It's just a matter of us stirring up the deposit that he's made. You know, um, if you leave a, I used to make uh, Kool-Aid, and uh, if you leave it standing for a long period of time, you will notice that uh, the, the, the the liquid would seem to separate. Uh, all of the sugar <laughs> will go to the bottom, and you'll get most of the water at the top. But when it was made and, and fresh, it, it was... Uh, Collected at the same time It was uh, stirred up and, and it was all proportionate But because we let it sit Or it was idle Then it became uh, not as effective Even though it was exactly The same thing Every promise from God Requires corresponding action from us Some stirring up if you would His word can be resident in our minds But it, it must become active in our lives James chapter uh, 2 um, Tells us that uh, faith Without works is dead It even says why It's ineffective Is because it's alone Okay chapter 2 verse 17 He says that Faith if it has not works Is dead being alone So then that means We're going to have to continue To handle as it says In First John uh, chapter 1 We have to continue to handle the word of god make it active see biblical faith moves it's on assignment it brings forth fruit unto salvation and it is affirmed through our actions we 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 say that we believe this or that well the affirmation that you believe that is you operate within those parameters you execute whatever is necessary because of what you said See, you you don't try to say one thing and do another see because when you do something other than what was said you left the faith that you want to have active in your life you left it alone you 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 um showed that you're really not one that has committed to it You just like it to be around. You know, I don't know, sometimes we can think that there are friends in our lives that we just like to be around on uh, celebration days or or for a good time. But we don't invest in the relationship day after day after day. God wants to uh, uh, be with you continually, perpetually. He made you to be in his presence not to be absent from him. I was listening to the ministry this morning, and it was just interesting because it reminded us that God created us to fellowship so that he can be our supply. And then when we broke that fellowship, then what happened is we began to use other things, other means, as a supply. See? God is our source. Everything else is a re source so then if we would remember that and not leave that word that he gave us alone uh inactive uh not operable if, if we would stop doing that then what will happen is we'll begin to see the the, the 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 intent that god had from the very beginning okay i mean last week We uh, dug into some things that I I said that the revelation is for the situation and the provision is in the promise. Our job is to do what it says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, that we're supposed to meditate so that we can observe to do what's written therein. We'll see how to do. I I, I understand that that we'll we'll go to a promise and we'll like the promise, but then we don't uh, uh, meditate, dig in cause that promise to be interwoven, okay, uh, 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 into our spirit. Again, the book of James says that that's the way it's supposed to work. The process goes by by us causing a knitting together, if you would, of, of the word of God in, in our lives, that, that, that the word and us become one. Jesus said that if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you'll have a different conversation. You will ask as a mature saint. Okay, that's good. I'll say that. You will ask as a mature saint, rather than a baby saint, because a baby saint is just going to 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 beg, plead, and 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 ask over and over and over again, not having exercised the faith that's necessary for maturity. Okay? I don't know if you've noticed that, that there were things that when you were uh, 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 just a novice Christian, that you'd pray, and the next thing you know, um, the thing would seem to break your way. And amen, God is faithful that way. But he wants you to do it on purpose. He wants you to be uh, the one that, that that can walk into a situation and bring peace. That's what we see when Jesus uh, was, was walking, the, the disciples were were trying to go, they were trying to do what Jesus said do. Jesus said, go over to the other side. And so the disciples were in the ship, the boat, trying to go to the other side. And then they found that the wind was contrary to them, and the waves was taking them in different directions. And then Jesus went uh, up to the mountaintop to pray, and he saw them having issues with uh, his, his command or his word to them. And so he came to them, the Bible says, walking on the water or walking on the thing that was troubling them, See? Okay? Because God does not leave you alone. He watches over his word to perform it. And then they, they, they thought that, you know, it was going to be over for them. So then they, they started uh, um, operating in, thinking about and meditating on fear, and so when they saw Jesus walking on the water, the Bible says they cried out for fear. Why don't we cry out for the word, repeat the word, rehearse the word instead of crying out for fear? And it says that as they were doing that, Jesus would have passed them by. Would have just kept on going. Why? Because they were not calling out in faith, calling out for a, a a a word to become active. They were thinking that the circumstance, the situation, the trouble was going to dictate their life. And how many times in our lives do we allow our circumstances to dictate? Uh, everything is speaking to us. Our trouble speaks to us And the only response that is going to give us victory Is that our faith speaks to the problem And that when we speak to the problem We walk in that same voice that we just released Okay, We, we don't say one thing and do another We don't say one thing and think another See, we have to have corresponding actions. Faith that is alone, that does not have corresponding actions, is dead. Okay? Biblical faith moves in its own assignment. It's moving. And it brings forth fruit unto salvation. Intellectual faith is static, and it doesn't produce anything, but frustration, doubt, lies, and defeat. Jesus gave us uh, an example of the proper use of faith, which is active and on assignment. In uh, Luke chapter 17, uh, again, just just so that you can kind of see these things, Jesus referred to uh, the faith that has been deposited on the inside of you as your servant. Okay? Uh, Chapter 17, Luke chapter 17 Um, Verse 1 and following, it says, and Jesus said, it's impossible unto the disciples (laughs) that offenses will come, but woe be unto him through whom they come. He says, okay, you got issues, and I know you have issues, but my word is greater than your issues. Don't give up on my word because of circumstances. He says, It's better for uh him that a millstone will hang about his neck and cast into the sea, than he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourselves, brethren. If your thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn to you again and say, I repent, you shall forgive him And the apostle said, the disciples said, Oh, we're gonna need some help with this. He said, Lord Increase our faith. Now, in this scenario here, um, Jesus was talking to them about life situations, uh, things that were circled around them, circumstances, standing against them, people that uh, they thought were treating them the wrong way, misusing them. They, Even though Jesus told us that that, that we're supposed to rejoice when, when that happens. <laughs> it, it, it didn't say get nervous and frustrated It said rejoice when people persecute you it, it said that, That's just not the way The, the, the word was, was sent to you So that you would not be victorious Through the problem It was designed so that The problem would have to come Under subjection to the word That you have alive on the inside of you But they said We don't see how to do that and particularly, if you're going to ask us to do it seven times in a day, I mean, I might can possibly maybe work a little thing out here, Jesus. If I could, had to forgive it one time and then the next time, you know, I don't even bother to talk to him anymore. No, Jesus said, if he trespassed against thee seven times in a day, and in this same day, seven times turns to you and say, I repent. It didn't say, and execute the repentance that you think is necessary. He said, if the man just said to you, I repent. He didn't ask for proof. He said, if he turns to you and says that. See, again, that's just something that our mind goes, no, 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 no. I'm going to stay away because we don't have the confidence that's necessary in the word to see it through. His word will not return to him void. Okay, in your Bible, the way I understand it, I have the red letter edition, and all of these words here are in red. That means Jesus said these words. Say so your brother trespassed against you, it didn't even say how great the trespass had to be, did it? Amen, because I know sometimes we quantify uh the the the, the our willingness to forgive Oh, that was a little bit of a thing that didn't mean that, that's okay no no, 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 he said if it was any trespass, amen, so if it was even a perceived wow, we'll go there, even if it was a perceived trespass. Okay? The, the thing that I'm talking about is, is your heart position. Because the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 4, it says, please do this. Guard your heart. And guard it with diligence. Because out of your heart comes the issues of life. Okay? He says, pay attention to what I've said. Give heed to my words. Because they are life to those that find them. They are health to all of their flesh. Not just some of their flesh All of their flesh And here you can see It was connected to that Because he says if your brother Trespass against thee Okay A brother is a family member That's connected to your flesh Isn't it? Amen Oh uh, 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 Someone that is a saint Of the most high God That has been adopted Into the body of Christ That is your brother And he said He will Make sure that this word heals all of if you find that word okay please let's just hear that okay if you, if you could flip over there so we can just see that uh, Proverbs chapter four okay let just go there so we can look at it Proverbs chapter four verse twenty and following see because these are the things, these are these are principles that come out of the word of God that gives us the ability. To live correctly, to win in on an intentional basis, okay. We we might need to stop looking for faith accidents, see, and do this thing on purpose, diligently. Okay, let's look at this. Chapter four, verse twenty. My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. He says, I need you to pay attention to my words. I need you to to give ear unto my sayings. When you're in the 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 the, the throes of the challenge, I need for you to listen and what I said. We're going to talk about remembering uh, again today because I've, I found out that it, it 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 does not deal just with my um, recall efforts. See, okay? he didn't tell me just to recall. He told me to remember, and what I've heard as a a good definition for remember means to. Uh, put things back in order according to the original intent and purpose. Remember, okay. Put them back in order. Things that were in the back of your uh, of your heart, bring them back to the front. Because he wants you to lead with the word. Amen. the The, the word is supposed to go before us. The the word is is is, is supposed to be able to cause peace to be still. That's what Jesus said to them when they were in that boat. And he they woke him up and 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 they saw the waves and the, the wind and they said, "Lord, do you not care that we perish?" And Jesus out of a sleep, y'all, I want you to hear it said he was asleep in the hinder part of the boat. So it was not like he was engaging, he wakes up with engagement. Okay? See, it was not, he's one way while he's sleeping, another way when he woke up. No, when he woke up, he is who he is. He's the one that was and he is and he is to come. The same yesterday, today, and forever. See, so they woke him up, and they, they were crying and frustrated, and Jesus spoke the word that he lived. He spoke the word that he is, and he said, peace, be still. See? yes, I get that that's calling for the thing that's not because we have the ability to do that. But I want you to know he was not just calling for the thing that couldn't be seen. He was calling for the thing that abided in him. He has been called the prince of peace, which means peace functions. Okay, let's do that. Peace functions at his direction. He's the prince of it. He's the ruler of peace. So peace functions under his direction. So when I bring his words back to, to, to the place where they are active in my life, then what he has spoken to me functions under his authority. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. How many times do we hear the voice of the persecutors? more than we hear the voice of the Lord. He says, incline your ears to my saying. I used to tell my daughter all the time when people would say things and call her names, and I would say, okay, good. Um, that's not what you should meditate on. What have I told you? Because I'm going to affirm what God has already spoken about you. They can say a condition That's uh, prevalent right now And they try to make you be that condition You're not that condition You you don't have to function From the hurt of the past You can function from the word of your future Glory to God See Because the, the testimony of Jesus Is the spirit of prophecy the testimony of Jesus, what he's saying is going to bring you into the victory that he has preordained, steps that you should walk in. So he says, what I need for you to do when you're going through, I need for you to give ear, okay? (laughs) Give ear. Attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Okay, we'll do it that way. You know, sometimes when it um, sp- people are speaking from a distance and 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 you don't hear them, what do you do? You like put your hand up to your ear to incline your ear unto what's being said. You 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 make sure that you don't miss the words that are coming out of their mouth. <laughs> you you make sure that you 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 amplify the things, the directions, the information that you're trying to receive. Well, do that with the Lord. In the midst of the trial, incline your ear unto His saying. Let them not, okay, see, you know how people would say that sometimes seems like things came in one ear and out the other. He says, no, do not let these words of my sayings depart from your eyes. Look unto those words. You know, it's interesting the way the anatomy is made, that your eyes and your ears are on the exact same plane. The things that you're looking at and the things you should hear are coming from the same place. Okay? That's why he did what he did. Your ears and your eyes align one with the other. They're supposed to function in harmony. Maybe, wow, did you see what he did here? He told us to make sure our hearing is correct before our sight is even engaged. I haven't seen that just now. He spoke to your ear first. Then he said, keep your eye on what you just heard. Okay? Looking at it the way it's delineated right here. He said, first I need for you to listen, my son, hear, attend unto my words, incline your ears unto my saying. and now that your ear is in the right place, now your eyes can work effectively. And a lot of times we do it backwards. We look at stuff and try to move by what we see. Come on, y'all. See, he tells us that's not the way faith works. Faith does not work because of what you see. Faith works because of what you hear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now my steps can be sure. Okay? He, he gives us these hints throughout the word. But a lot of times we are so quickly moved by what we see. Say, okay? We should not be moved by what we see. We should only be moved by what is active in our ear gate by the word of God. Okay, all right. It's the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. And again, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then it doesn't matter what's set in front of me. All I need to do is hear the steps that God wants me to take. I'm trying to break this down and make this simple. So that we can experience the victory over and over and over again, okay? Because he's the one that is the, uh, um, the, the he's the one that is the high priest of the word, high priest of the confession. Okay. So whenever whenever trouble comes, okay, I'll do it this way. It's just so many ways that that he says this. Uh, God says, "I'm a jealous God. I'll have no other gods before me." Okay, so that tells me that the trouble did, could not get there before the word was. All right, or well, this way, the trouble cannot get there before the answer is here. Okay, God is faithful, who will not. He He says these things in First Corinthians ten thirteen. He says, "Don't think it's strange when you go through stuff." He says, "For there is no temptation that is taking you." But such as is common to man And God is faithful Who will not suffer you To be tempted above that Which you are able to bear And will with the temptation Make a way of escape Okay So then that means that As the temptation is manifest There has to be a way of escape Already there With the temptation Okay Okay Okay, let's try it again. He takes the temptation and reminds you, brings to your heart what I've already said that would cause you to win. Okay? What we need to do is we need to remember what was said. Put it back together. He's made us the head and not the tail. Okay? So as he's made us the head and not the tail, what am I looking at the wagging of the situation when I've been made the, the tail? He made me the head, not the tail, above only and not beneath. So why am I looking in another direction when he told me I am above only? Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and developer or finisher of my faith. See, I I I, I don't want to take my eyes off of him. Let them not depart out of mm-hmm. Let them, Part out of our eyes. Well, let's look at this again. Come on, come on, come on. He told me to, to 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 hear the words so much so that it causes me to see. Then the what I see from the word now. Don't let those words that are now in front of me that are now bigger than my my temptation or my trial that are now bigger than my trouble. Let that word. I need to magnify. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, make him bigger, See, In the midst of whatever is coming your way, make him bigger. Because as I make him bigger, you know, the song that you just sang, um, keep your eyes on Jesus, look full in his glory and grace, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory. What does that mean? As he gets bigger, the things that are challenging you get smaller. And as he gets bigger, come on, come on, come on As he gets bigger, what will happen is your focus will then be on him And what is he going to do when your focus is on him? He's going to speak into the situation Glory to God See, when I'm looking unto him, he's going to author faith He's going to give me a word Amen Amen I'm I'm trying to align this so that we can understand that. See? I, I look to him, and as I look to him, I should be listening because he's going to speak. He has exalted his word above everything. Okay? He's magnified his word above everything. So then I need to position my heart to begin to hear more effectively. Because he told the uh, the servant uh um Elijah and Elisha were were looking at, at, at trouble and um Elijah uh Elijah and Gehazi excuse me, were were facing trouble. And then uh Elijah told the prophet he said, Uh man, what's wrong with you? He said, Look, it's it's trouble all around. He said, They got us surrounded here. And then Elijah said, oh, Lord, open his eyes and then when, 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 when God opened his eyes, he saw angels and chariots, flaming <laughs> All right. All throughout the whole mountain. And then this was his word. There's more that be with us than be with them. Wow. God, if he will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able and will, with the temptation, make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. See. Okay. He said, God, is faithful. It can never happen any other way. The word gets there first. The ability to hear is what God is asking us to do. See, this is how you stir up the gift that's in you. See, you you learn to hear in your heart and not just move because of what you see. The devil is a liar. He's the father of lies. So the devil, if he knows that you're going to look at things and then make your decisions based on what you see, you just moved because of a lie. What was the lie? That this weapon that is formed against you is going to prosper. But the word says no weapon that is formed or fashioned against you shall prosper. And that every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me. See, I'm not trying to prove this, that, or the other. I serve Christ. See? My will is not what's necessary here. I need to serve him. And as I hear him, my directions become clear. It doesn't matter how big the situation is because I have greater, is he that is in me, that he that is in the world. I hear that, and then I magnify the Lord because of that, and because my God is bigger, my problems disappear. They get consumed by that fire that God is. Amen. See? It, 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 I don't have a flicker. I don't even have a flame, glory to God. I'm connected to a consuming fire. Whew. Amen. That's so, so okay, uh, it's going to overtake whatever the challenge is in front of me. Because the anointing that's in our lives, the anointing upon us, he says the anointing destroys the yoke. He didn't say the anointing kind of beats the yoke up. He says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke, a consuming fire. See? This is how he wants us to stir up that which is already on the inside of you. Amen. I I will help you out when you've got saved. God himself came and abides in you. Not a part of God, hallelujah, not a part of God, God himself. In fact, in, in Revelation it says that if you will open the door, Jesus and the Father will come in. Come on, y'all. I mean, if there was a challenge that, that God couldn't handle, well, Jesus is coming with him. Back up. And then he filled you. Come on, there's a trifecta. He filled you with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. I mean, there, there is no way we can lose. Why? Because God has already set it up from the beginning that when I give, pay attention to his word, look at what he said. Let that become my vision, my tapestry. See? The devil presents a picture from in front of you. Okay, good. What did God paint? What did his words, because words make pictures. Yes, they do. Words make pictures. So what is the tapestry from heaven? When you're in the midst of whatever it is, what is the tapestry from heaven? See when God's woo, whoa, Jesus, thank you sir, when, when, when God sends a word and it gives the tapestry of your victory, then you can see what He wants to do. See? Because He's going to paint the picture in your spirit of victory, of overcoming. He's going to show you, display His greatness in your life. That's what he wants to do, every time, all the time. But sometimes we will pay more attention to what the devil's doing because of what we see. Okay, wow, that's good, sir. The devil is presenting things to us that are not, they are false expectations appearing real. That's the acronym for fear, false expectations appearing real. So then the devil puts those out in front of you, and then that causes your heart to diminish, to b- draw back from God. Instead of allowing the faith that he's given to every man, he's given the victory to every man. Okay? And as we begin to look at what the word says, hear what the word says, then it changes the position of heart so that we'll know that, first of all, God is not a man that he should laugh nor the Son of Man, that he should repent. Has he not said it? Shall he not make it good? Has he not spoken it? Shall he not bring it to pass? See, I allow that word to, 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 to well up on the inside of me so that as that word wells up on the inside of me, it gives me direction. This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth, but you shall meditate so you can observe how to do what's written therein. And then you'll make your way prosperous. You'll find good success. Wow. You you won't find frustration. That's not in his word. Amen. Frustration comes out of the situation. Frustration comes out of the circumstances. But victory comes out of his word. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. See, We, we, we have to align our heart. From that position See, This is what he told us Even back in, in, in the, the, the proverb. Incline your ear Verse 20 Unto my words Unto my sayings Let them not depart from mine eyes Whatever you hear And that paints the image Or the tapestry That my word has been given to you for When you hear that Don't take your eye off of that the picture, the tapestry from heaven, is what you must continue to look at. You're, you're, you're believing God for your healing. Then keep your eye on the word that gave you the picture of your healing. Let that uh, be, be the thing that that you hear over and over again. When He says, "Arise, thy faith has made thee whole." Keep your eye on that. See yourself coming out of the situation and circumstances, and walking above them. Glory to God. Don't let that depart from your eyes. See? That, that, that's what you, you look at you, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's what you're looking at. This is what he said, and God's not a liar. I withhold anything from those that walk uprightly. I'm walking in the vision, in the tapestry that he's put before me. I'm not spending any time thinking about I can't. There is no way for me to think about I can't when I, the I am, when the I am is spoken to me. The I am removes all the I can't. Come on, y'all. Say. And so I'm looking at the tapestry that he's placed in front of me because of the word of God that's alive on the inside of me. See? I'm, I'm living by that. Didn't he say that I can live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God? He said, that's what I'm going to live by. See? I'm not going to live because of the fears and, and frustration. I'm going to live by the word of God. Because the word of God, he says, and now, brethren, uh, Acts chapter... Um, chapter uh, twenty, verse thirty two. And now, brethren, I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace that's able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. I love that. I just saw that last week, this week before last. It said, Among all them. Among them. Didn't say by them, it said among them. All them, among all them that are sanctified. Just as a point of reference, would we Jesus is sanctified? That's why he prayed for us to to be sanctified, because he was sanctified. And he said that the word of God is able to give us an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Joshua was one of them that was sanctified. So I'm going to have my uh, uh, ability to walk and experience victory among Joshua, all them that were sanctified. David was one of them that was sanctified, so I get to live my victory among David that was sanctified. What is this uncircumcised philistine that's in front of me? I'm going to experience the victory among all the my inheritance is from there see. My inheritance is is from uh, among Peter, who, who was able to just walk down the street, was trying to go get some bread from the store, and he was walking down the street, not trying to have a healing meeting, but he was walking down the street, and everybody that came in contact with his shadow, the Bible says, they were all healed. I'm going to be able to be built up, and my inheritance is among them that are sanctified. I, I'm going to be able to enjoy my inheritance uh, the way John, uh, it, it, the Apostle John, had uh, uh, his inheritance. Because it's among them that are sanctified. They tried to bo- they tried to boil the man in oil, and the man wouldn't die. Amen. Why? Because he was uh, he had Jesus said, "What if I decide that he should stay till I come again?" So then the only thing John's looking for is Jesus to come back. He's not looking for death, is he? That's why they put him out there on the Isle of Patmos. We can't kill the man. We can't stop him from preaching. We put him out there, and he's still preaching from out there. He got letters that ended up on the mainland. How did they happen? Because he had an inheritance among all them that was sanctified. See? It it, it changes things. When when I look at things from God's perspective, I stir up the gift that's already on the inside of me. Okay? Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. That's saying that he wants us to stir up the gift that's on the inside. Amen. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Okay He didn't ask you To to mix it With fears and frustrations He said pay attention to my word Give ears unto my sayings Keep that in your sight And it says now stir up The word that I just gave you Don't stir up your fear and the word Don't mix faith with fear Just stir up the word Glory to God That's what God is watching over to perform See When I I stir up the word I keep my vision Because without a vision The people perish Without a vision That's stirred up and active Then you don't see how to walk out Into the place where victory is See Without a vision there is no victory Amen Amen Again, just remember that the revelation is for the situation. The provision is in the promise. So, so I keep stirring that up over and over. I keep that in the midst of my heart, in the center of my heart, okay? So that he just said he wants you to stir from the center, He does not want you to stir from the circumstances, from the surroundings, okay? He said, keep the word in the midst, the center of your heart. Stir that up, okay? uh, We can do it this way. Stir up the victory that you've already experienced. That's what David did when he was encouraging himself in the Lord. He said, there came a bear out. They tried to get the sheep, and then God delivered me from the bear. There came a lion out, and next thing you know, that lion was no longer here. He said, that's the same way I see this Goliath. He's going to be, God is going to give you into my hand this day. See? I'm going to take your head off and give it to the fowl. See? That's what I'm stirring up on the inside of me. It doesn't matter what comes at me. Ooh, ooh, it really doesn't matter what comes at me. The thing God is looking for is what's coming out of you. Glory to God. Because if I keep it in the midst of my heart, then my words that I speak, my declarations that I make, it becomes easy for God then to meet me at the need. Amen. Okay? Keep them in the midst of my heart. Why? Because those words that are stirred up on the inside of you, he says, because life, they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Whatever trouble the devil is is sending to your flesh, God says if you would stir up this word, keep it in the midst of your heart, it will heal all of your flesh. He, he, He has the thing already... It has already been written, sealed in blood, and given to you. Amen. You have been given exceeding great and precious promises. That by these exceeding great and precious promises, you will escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. So add to your faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, brotherly kindness. I mean, come. On, this is what you. This is the stirring process. Did you just hear that? said, first, start with the promise. I've given you exceeding great and precious promises for so then, now. Take those promises that came by faith. Stir those promises up. Add to those from the inside. Add to faith, virtue, into virtue, knowledge, into knowledge, temperance. Stir that up because if you do these things, you will never fail. Let's just flip over there, Second Peter chapter 1. Thank you, my God. I, I, all I'm doing right now is just stirring up that which is on the inside. I have not followed my notes <laughs> I, I'm just speaking out of my spirit what God is stirring up to be released. Second Peter chapter one. Wow. See, this is the inheritance that's among them. (laughs) I get to hear how Peter walked it out day by day. And my inheritance is among those who have already been sanctified.
0: Amen. Mm
1: -hmm. Chapter 1, 2 Peter. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and of our Savior Jesus Christ. Wow. So tie together if you would Acts chapter 2032 and 1 Peter chapter of 2 Peter chapter 1 where he says I'm speaking to the ones that have Obtained like precious faith With among all who are sanctified Glory to God When you see it in the Bible It's for you Amen it, it, it's, it's not an account of what happened to them It's an account of what should be happening to you Because you have obtained like precious faith. See, he made us joint heirs with Christ Jesus, not sub-heirs, joint heirs on the same level, okay? That's why Jesus made us sit together with him in heavenly places far above all principalities, powers, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world that is to come see, like precious faith. Verse 2. I love this. It says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. He said grace and peace is going to be multiplied. Grace by itself the Bible teaches us in 2 Corinthians, is sufficient. Grace by itself is sufficient. But he didn't stop just with the grace. He said, now we're going to take the grace and multiply it by the peace because peace by itself will win. Uh, Romans chapter 16, verse 20 says that the peace of God is going to bruise Satan under your heels shortly. The God of peace is going to do that. Bruise the devil Beat the devil up Didn't even say you had to beat him up Said the God of peace is going to do that But he's they say I'm not going to just let peace work by itself I'm going to take the peace I'm not going to add it to the grace I'm going to multiply it Through the grace See the devil is a thief And the way I understand Thievery is subtraction Taking away God says, we're going to outdo that process of subtraction because I'm going to multiply. And the way I did math, multiplication got me there a whole lot faster than subtraction. Addition and subtraction is one method, but when you multiply, it's exponential. Is that correct? See? And so God says, when I get you to be able to keep my words in, in, in front of you, keep that as the thing that you hear. He says, now, out of a heart that would do that, he says, now you're going to be able to get to the place of life and health to all your flesh. He will, he will overcome because of the multiplication quicker than the devil can through possible subtraction. He says he wants to increase us more and more, even a thousand times. So here the devil is trying to steal this one thing over here because he can only work on one thing at a time. You can only steal. Come on, y'all. Come on. You can only steal that which you are actively working with. Amen. You can't steal in advance. Come on, y'all. You can plan for stealing, but you can't steal in advance. You can only steal what you're working with. I mean, we, we, he's trying to show us how limited the devil's power is over the word of God that's active in your life. He can only steal what he's working with. If he has an idea that you are, have bought into, then he can only steal what you're thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. He can only steal what you're thinking about right now. But God says, I'm able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask for a thing. So God's working on more than the devil can possibly think. Did you see that? He's working on more than the devil can put his hands on because he's able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that you can even think about. So if the devil's in your head, you don't have to let him be there, but if he is, he can't stop the process that God has for your victory because God's working on more than one thing. He's using grace and peace to multiply unto you. My God, my God. See? See, again, I read the back of the book, We Win. Okay? Because that's the word of God active in our life. When we stir up the gift that's on the inside, then we are able to breathe out of the stuff that's on the inside that's stirred up accurately, that's remembered. We can breathe out. We can declare and decree a thing, and it shall be established unto us. See? Because I've stirred it. I remembered it. I put it back together in its original intent for its original purpose. See? So as I do that, because we are speaking spirits made after his image, See, we're the only class that has the ability to declare and decree, speaking spirits. See, so when I go back and I remember, put it together in its original form and intent, then I will be able to have dominion, be fruitful, replenish. It's easy to do that when my mind has been renewed by the word of God, that I'm renewed in the spirit of my mind. Okay? I, I, I'm not fighting uh, things in the natural, trying to make them happen. They don't have a choice. When I agree with God, whoo, my Jesus, my Jesus. When I agree with God, God releases the power that was already present in the world, in the word. Because it says that when Jesus was walking around, he couldn't do a lot of things. He could dare do no mighty works. But it says that one day Jesus came and says, and the power... Of the Lord was present to heal It was already there So then as I allow the my mind to be renewed And I think and see from the perspective of what the word has deposited Then that word that I release now That I decree That I declare It will be established unto me As I call those things that be not As though they were God has given us the ability to speak. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Pray this. That's what Jesus said. Pray this. And when I speak the way heaven speaks, then his will is now able to be done in earth as it is in heaven. How many people do you think are in heaven fighting for a victory? Even though he said he always causes us to triumph. So then they could not be fighting for a victory. Thy will be done with the same exact level of intensity and purpose on earth as it is in heaven. I'm living my redeemed life. I'm living my resurrected life. Okay? Jesus is the one that said all power, not most of the power, not some of the power. He said, all power has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Therefore, you go. Transfer. See? As we allow the words that were spoken to be alive, and then I expect that the things that are alive in my heart, out of this heart, oh, my Jesus, my Jesus, He said, this heart, back in Proverbs, he said, out of this heart flows the issues of life.
0: Mm, mm,
1: mm. Flows. He didn't say anything about trickle. He didn't say anything about a drip. He said, out of this heart that keeps the word in front of him, keeps the word in his ears. He says, out of this heart flows the issues of life. Of life. Glory to God. Come on, y'all. The issues of life Not the issues of frustration Not the issues of fear The issues of life Jesus was known as the prince of life Okay And he's a king of kings Which means I'm also one of those kings Amen Amen He's the lord of lords I'm one of those lords Yes, I'm under submission. I'm under authority. But I still have life in my words that will affect circumstances around me. Amen. Say, every day, all day. That's That's what we've been invited into. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord According as his divine Power hath Past tense given unto us All things That pertain unto life And godliness I'm so glad he put life there first Because sometimes we think That this ain't going to happen until we Get to heaven no he says it applies In life he's given Unto me all things that Pertain to So Come on come on come on come on come on come on That pertain to life. (laughs) So then if he's given me, through this precious promises, he's given me everything that pertains to life. Does victory pertain to life? Because I can't live in defeat, can I? I might be able to learn how to exist in defeat, but he didn't want me to do that. He says, the, uh, the, the thief only comes but to steal, kill, and destroy, but I am come that you might have life and have that life more abundantly. He didn't say that I would exist. He said I would have abundance in that life. Amen. I can't have, I can't live in defeat. I might be able to exist there. I might even be able to exist there in better uh, gradations of of existence. I might be able to do that. But he didn't come so that I can uh, live in low-level gradations of life. He came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. I will have more life than I would ever need. Amen. That's what he said. Again, it's in red in your Bible. John chapter ten verse ten. I can have that life more abundantly. See, so that I should not be trying to exist because I feel that 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 that, that the circumstances are, are, are insurmountable. See, then then I didn't hear him say I am come. I love it. That's perfect present tense. He didn't say I will come. I was there. He said I am come. Whenever I need him, he am there. That's what he told Moses. I am that I am. I am not that I, I would be. I am that I am. Perfect present tense. Today, if you will hear his voice, I am come that you might have life, that you might have that life more abundantly. According, verse 3 of first second Peter chapter 1, according as his divine power has given us all things jesus come on y'all he didn't say some things well you know he's gonna help you with this little bit right here excuse me don't change my bible i need it to be a i need it to be there when i when i have to utilize it he said all things he has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. So then here we, we, we see here that he's not even he's not even particularly interested in where I am. He's more interested in where I've been called to. Amen. These promises are for by destiny. He's called me unto glory and virtue. Glory to God. See? Now if you choose To hang around the existence That you have grown accustomed to I can't get mad at you But he called you Unto glory And virtue If you would That is your address Because he's looking for you To be found in the place of glory My God My God And virtue He's called you unto that place That is your address I, I don't know that we always uh, uh, try to function from that place because sometimes we, we we get fatigued or tired or frustrated and we'll live there, visit there too long. But he called you unto glory. That has to deal with splendor. Amen. Okay. So okay. He called you unto the place where splendor can be seen. So if you're in a situation where splendor is not being displayed, maybe you should go home. Amen. Because that's your address. That's where he called you to. Okay? He, he, he has already prepared that place so that you can live from there. Mm, glory. You go from glory to glory. Okay? But he didn't say you're going to go from glory to frustration. You go from glory to glory, from faith to faith. That's your address. That's your starting point, if you would. See, I'm not trying to get the victory. I live from victory to victory. You see what I'm saying? He's called us unto glory and virtue. Again. Again. He's multiplying peace. He's multiplying that by grace, and then he called you to glory and virtue. Goodness, gracious Allah. And 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 and, and, and if that wasn't enough. Then he surrounds you by peace <clears throat> and goodness and mercy. Is by. Come on, y'all. Whew. See, I mean, everywhere that we turn, we are starting from the position of victory. But these are the words I have to put in my hearing. I have to give ear to this. This is what his sayings are. See? I have to keep this, stir this up in the midst of my heart. Okay? Because as I do this, then I only enjoy more of God. He's the one that wants to increase me more and more a thousand times. He's the one that that set this in motion. So he's asking us to stand up. Mm-hmm. Stand up as one that is filled. Amen. Amen. See because when I'm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I am uh, uh, when I am walking low Okay, Believe my my victory Because I chose not to stand up That I'm probably depleted In what he has already given me He has given me Love that never Fails Amen See that's what he's given me He shared that abroad The Holy Ghost has shared abroad In my heart the love of God And love never Fails as I begin to to, to to look at it from that perspective, yeah, I, I start in glory and I move to glory. I don't start in glory and then move to deficit. Okay, watch this. He's going to say something even more powerful. Yeah, just watch this. <laughs> Verse 4, whereby because of this are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, However big your attack is, however big your frustration is, he's given you a promise that is exceeding great. Amen. Okay. He's given you a promise that's more than enough. All right? He didn't just give you a promise that will barely get you there. He said the promises that I've given unto you, they are exceeding great. Even if you have a great frustration, a great problem, a great uh, 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 obstacle, he said, not a problem. Here, I've given you a promise that goes beyond great. It is exceeding great. Amen. (laughs) And precious. The pastor was talking to us about something that makes me think different because he said value Is not set From the outside It's set from that Which is empty Because when a thing is empty The value Of its emptiness Causes a filling To to be done A transfer Okay So preciousness Is what sets value When something is valuable to me I protect it, yes? That gives it its value. When something is not precious to me, I, don't, I dismiss it. So, therefore, it has no value. Value is set by lack or empty rather than full. And you can see that. If you're full, value of food diminishes, doesn't it? You might remember taste but you don't remember food. Because food, when you are hungry, that's the value you place on the substance of the food. Amen. I I never thought of that. Okay? But he said it has to be precious to you. When something is precious, you protect it. You treat it different. You, uh, uh, instead of devalue it, you will value it, Say when it's precious. Whatever are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these exceeding, okay, let's just read it, what's here? They, the, the promises are supposed to be, have been given to us, they are exceeding great and precious. That by these promises that are exceeding great, you will be partakers of the divine nature. If the promise is not precious to you, if it's not great to you, you then will not partake of the divine nature. So here's just a thing to think about. Uh, The divine nature doesn't have ups and downs. Amen. God's nature in us does not have ups and downs. He always causes us to triumph. He gives us the victory. It doesn't have ups and downs. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't have ups and downs. When it is not valuable, then we cause it to be devalued by our position of thought and heart. And then we start asking questions like, if God could. When will he? He's already done it. Because all of the promises of God, all of the promises of God are yes and amen. Yes and so be it. All of the promises of God are that. See, and then sometimes we think that maybe you know I didn't hear what God wants to do in this thing, and so maybe if 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 He feels like it and, and He wants to do something uh, for me in this regard, then maybe I can get to that, or maybe I can enjoy. No, 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 no. All of the promises of God are yes, and so be it. See, so we we again we got to take the words and let the word that we hear. Give us the ability to see. Keep my eyes. Keep these words in the midst of my heart. Keep these words in my sight. Whereby I have given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature and you will be able to Escape the corruption That's in this world Through lust And besides this If that wasn't good enough Add to your faith virtue And to virtue knowledge This is that stirring up process right here And to knowledge temperance And to temperance patience And to patience godliness And to godliness brotherly kindness And to brotherly kindness charity For if these things be in you And they abound They will make you that you are neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ notice that he didn't tell you one time to add to faith add to the spiritual power that he's given to you he never told you to add something that will diminish that power you don't add fear to your faith you don't add frustration to your faith you don't add anger Your faith But how many times In our lives Have we tried to mix our faith With anger Calling it righteous indignation Okay He said no 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 You stir up the gift that's in you And everything Every good gift And every perfect gift Comes from above From the father of lights, In whom there is no variableness Neither a shadow of turning See, this is what he wants us to participate in. This is what he wants us to use. We add to faith virtue. We don't add to faith intrepidation. See? That's not what he told us to do. We add to faith virtue. See? If you're going to bring your frustration in, just, just like I was praying, and I was doing it the way I was taught. And so I was praying, and I was bringing up all of the issues that I had. And uh, God kind of asked me, what was I doing? And I said, well, here's my problem. Here's the challenges. And he says, okay, but are you adding virtue to the faith that you say is now active? And I began to stop thinking about it. I said, no, I'm actually uh, asking you why hasn't this happened? Well, he didn't tell me to to ask questions. He said, add faith, virtue, temperance. You see that? I was in his presence, and and so I'm praying. And that should be an intimate time uh, with me and God. That's what prayer is supposed to be, intimacy, intimacy, okay? So here I am in my intimate time with God, and I'm bringing somebody else into the bedroom, if you would, that just wouldn't work, would it? If you you and your wife are about to be intimate, and you bring up a conversation about sister so and so, oh, that intimacy just got challenged because that's not what you bring into an intimate uh, uh, time. So why are we perpetually bringing our frustration? into the intimate time where he wants to build us up. He wants to deposit in us, our lives, the things that are necessary. He says, so if you're going to do this and you're going to be victorious, I need for you to add to your faith virtue. And to that virtue that you brought in, add knowledge. And to that knowledge, okay, he didn't say recollection. Okay, that's good, sir, that's good. See, again, we, we hear the word remember, and we think that it is a recollection. No, remember is to put things back together properly as they were intended to function from the beginning. I am remembering. This is out of place. I'm putting it back in its right place. Recollection is that I, I, I recall this happened, that happened, this bad thing. See, that's recollection. He doesn't need us to recall. Okay. He needs us to remember, put the power back where the power is. I'm here to learn how to overcome. I'm not here in review, glory to God. Don't you remember stuff like this, that I'm supposed to forget those things that are behind? I'm not here for review. I'm here to put back together as it was originally intended. I'm here to re Member, it's not an intellectual exercise. It is a spiritual responsibility for me to put back together in its original intent. I remember. Okay? And a lot of times I know that what I used to do is I used to go to God and I'm talking and I'm recollecting. Okay, wait a minute, let's do that. I'll say that that way.. Ooh. Someone that recollects could probably be called trash vendor because I've already dismissed these things out of – I've always said I want these things to be out of my life, but I go and recollect them. That would make me a trash collector, wouldn't it? Amen. It it probably, if it was in the trash, it wasn't working effectively. That's why it's in the trash. And I go and I recollect those things that are in the trash. Come on, y'all. I I, I remind myself of all of the offenses that I had. I am recollecting. It didn't work. I didn't like it the first time. That's why I'm trying to get rid of it. But I go out there and I recollect it in my time of prayer. God, they did this as if he didn't know. That's why Jesus said when things happen to you and they persecute you, I need you to rejoice, not recollect. Amen. Say. I mean, we've been messing these things up, Uh, and we can tell we've messing them up because we haven't got the breakthrough or the victory, and this has been years that we've been doing this, going back over and over and over, rehashing things that didn't benefit the first time. He says, what I need for you to do is I need for you to look at some exceeding great and precious promises so that you can escape the corruption that's in the world, so you can be a partaker of the divine nature. And besides this, give diligence to add to your faith virtue. Make this a priority that you execute. Give diligence to this. Don't do this by happenstance on on purpose, with intent. Do this. Add to your faith virtue. Don't stall your faith by recollection. Okay? Okay? Add to your faith. And to virtue of knowledge, and knowledge there is not, again, okay? He said that he wants you to do this through the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus. Do this through the, just go back up and read it. Okay, Verse two, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power had given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him that called you unto. Okay. Your, our conversation shouldn't be just about to pass because he told us to forget that. It should be about my destiny. How did God say I'm supposed to walk? Mm, that was good, sir. How did God say I'm supposed to walk? Because when I understand how God says I'm supposed to walk, I now can walk into my destiny. Amen. I'm too busy thinking about what happened. I'm going to, by definition, I'm going to walk into my path. Come on, y'all. Because whatever I'm thinking about or meditating on determines my direction. So that if I'm spending my time meditating on the hurts and the pains and the frustrations, then my direction, come on, y'all, by definition, is going to take me into my frustrations that I don't want. I'm going to recall them. That's why he asks us, commands us even, to forgive if we have ought against any. Why? So that God can talk to me about something else. But if I don't want to forgive, God says, we can't have a conversation because if you go pray and you don't forgive, the Father cannot hear you because he will not talk to you because of your unforgiveness. Neither will he hear you. He will not forgive you. Jesus gave these principles to us, but we keep thinking that, well, this is the way I feel. I appreciate that. But the way you feel, I'll just say the rest of that The way you feel got you to where you are right now Amen The way you feel got you to where you are right now You thought you were supposed to do that Why? I feel like, I feel led of the Lord And so you did it Well, he didn't want you to walk by what you feel He gave you a word that will give you an exact blueprint Of what your victory is So that you can see it And then you can walk in it Glory to God. Add to your faith virtue into virtue knowledge. That's the knowledge he wants you to to add to it, the knowledge of him, the knowledge of your calling, okay, the knowledge of your victory. Add to your faith. If I'm going to try to utilize my faith and I'm walking in unforgiveness, I just dismissed my faith, didn't I? So then how can I add to my faith when I subtract it from my faith, when I dismissed my faith? Faith works by love. Love covers a multitude of sin. So if I want my faith to work, I have to cover whatever the frustrations, sins, and things that people do. I, I need to cover that so that my faith can work. Don't dismiss my faith. Because I'm meditating on a hurt that should have been already dealt with, done, over with. He says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. So if it happened yesterday, why is it still in my prayer life today? Amen. Okay? We, we, we Be honest with ourselves. Just say, okay, as I come before you, Lord, I'm going to come before you so you can heal me. That's the reason that we come before him. How is God going to supply all my needs if I come to him full? I'm full of frustrations, anxieties, and fears. So how is he going to meet my needs, give me my supply if I already come supplied? Amen. See, these are the things that we've done and locked ourselves out of the flow of God. We become a dam unto ourselves. There is no flow. The love that's supposed to be flowing doesn't. This is how they will know that you are my disciples because you have love. Not because you have issues. Well, I got to tell him what he did. Well, okay, you can, but that means you're full. That means the value, that the preciousness of the word is not there because you'd rather hold on to your hurt, pains, for unforgiveness and all that rather than let that go and let the exceeding great and precious promise fill your life with the potential of destiny. Amen. And to Virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance Okay good again just see this The way that you stir this up He said if you're going to use knowledge Effectively knowledge is going to Have to be used Because temperance is in play Mm, He said temperance Not temper (laughs) Amen. Amen Patience has to be employed But I done told them 12 times not to do that. Okay, but temperance means I'm going to allow God to do the work and not my demands get in front of me. Because I'm I'm supposed to hear his word and keep them in my eyes. And here I have got a demand that they do, do it my way. Nope, that's not temperance. That's flesh. And no flesh shall glory in his presence. When you see that what I'm using to stir up the gift that's in me is the gift he gave me. I'm not using something else to stir up the gift. When I try to use something else to stir up the gift, I'm taking away from the effectiveness of that which should be doing the stirring. So it'll be just like me going to a a pitcher trying to make Kool-Aid and have a toothpick in my hand. It's not going to mix too good, is it? Because I am defeating the, the strength of the, of the thing, I'm the spoon or whatever I'm using to, to, to stir it up with because I'm, I'm making it smaller and smaller and smaller. When it's supposed to be bigger and bigger and bigger. Greater is he. I'm supposed to stir with the great stuff. Amen. I'm not supposed to stir with the little stuff. These light afflictions that all, I'm, I'm, I'm not enough trying to make my face stir up with these light afflictions that are but for a moment. I want my grace to be exceeding great. Add to my knowledge temperance. So that right there takes away any anger, doesn't it? So that means this could not be uh, uh, past tense things that happen. This has to be a, a spiritual force that's going to take me into my destiny. Add to my knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and they abound, all I see is this stuff. This is why use, This is how I'm stirring. That's all I'm using. To, mm, to, to, make, to make the mixture of my life, I'm only using those things that would cause my destiny to come into play. I'm not using those things that would stall my destiny. I'm not using anger, frustration, fears. I'm not using that. That's going to stall my destiny. I'm only using those things that will cause my destiny to be clearer in my sight. They would make it that you would neither be barren nor untruthful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that does not use these things, that lacks these things, is blind and cannot see afar off. I told you that, my son, that you're supposed to keep this in your sight. Don't let this come out of your sight. But if you're going to not use the things that I just ordained for you to use so that you can stir up destiny, now you're going to be blind, and if that wasn't enough, you can only deal with the things that's right in front of you. You cannot see afar off. I mean, that's just bad. Blind would be bad enough, but he said you're blind and you can only deal with the temporary, that which is right in front of you. You, 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 You're not looking at destiny. You're only looking at your now. You're only looking at the things that are present. You're not looking into your destiny because you cannot see afar off. So then since you cannot see afar off and you're only dealing with your present, the only thing you're going to do is you're going to recollect your present. Amen. Because you have no you have no you have no vision and without a vision the people perish. See? So then there is no place for you to grow in him. There is no place for you to go in him. You're too busy dealing with the issues that you should have released yesterday. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off. And, I mean, just look at this. It gets worse and worse and worse. He is blind and cannot see afar off. And he has forgotten that he was once purged. From these old sins, you keep going back to, come on now, that's what he's saying, you keep going back to the things that dismiss the faith that you want to stir up. You have forgotten that you were purged from that way of thinking, purged from that way of acting. You've forgotten that, which means since you've forgotten that, you're going to revisit that. You're going to recollect that. It's not going to be uh, uh, something that's disdained to you. It's going to be something that's normal to you, and you're going to go back and grab it again. Let's wrestle with this again. I thought we were supposed to put those things behind us. See? See forgetting those things that are, but, no, I, I forgot my I forgot my calling. Come on, didn't he say that's what he wants you to do? He's called you unto virtue. He's called you unto a glory. And you forgot that he called you because you forgot those things that separated you, all that sin and fallen short of the glory of God. You forgot that those things that separated you, you are purged from. But I go back and I revisit them. I rehash them. I demand that they get an answer that satisfies me instead of getting to the place where I know my God satisfies me. With long life, he will satisfy me. If I understand that, if he's going to satisfy me with long life, that would have to be life that's yet to come. That would be my future or my destiny. But because I forget that I purged from the old sin, I go throw my destiny away. I won't let God satisfy me. I'm going to try to satisfy myself. My lust now will consume me. Mm. But the choice is yours. Will you stir up the gift that's in you? Or will you keep rehearsing, revisiting, recollecting past hurts and allow them to make you stay in the present that you don't enjoy right now? Your way or God's way? God's waiting on you today. Father, we do thank you for, again, opening our eyes to see the things that your word has promised and how you want us to walk in them, how you want us to walk toward them, that we have to turn our back on the things that have caused pain, injury, and a stop, stopping of the flow of the things that you want for us. Thank you, Father, that that will no longer be us. We will add to our faith virtue and to virtue. Knowledge And we will add to knowledge temperance, and we will add to temperance patience, and we will add to patience godliness, and we will add to godliness brotherly kindness, things that can be seen, viewed, so that men will see the good works that we have and they will glorify you. Thank you, Father, that that is our position of heart, that we're going to hide the word in our heart, not let it depart out of our eyes. We will then let the flow of the issues of life, come out of a heart that has been made pure, that has been set free. We give you praise, sir. We give you glory and honor for that. Committing it to you is done in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior and the redeemed of the Lord said together, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Whew. Well, as we get to the end of the, uh, uh, of the ministry, we give you an opportunity If you have any questions or comments that you would be able to to ask them, uh, or make those comments now. So area code 312-330-3424. Area code 312-330-4024. You have the mic. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight?
0: I just want to say how much I appreciate God dropping. Um, the word, giving the word to you, and you delivering it to us. Uh, today I was reading. Yeah, I started in the Book of Mark, and I read as much as I can mm-hmm. while I'm sitting and reading. Now, when you say, generally, this happens. Whatever I read early in the day, you always preach to touch on it in some kind of way. Amen. You see that uh, Jesus said, Let us go over to the other side.
1: Right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And he he does
0: that to us. Yeah. Well. Come on, you gotta do this and you gotta get this yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. going. Yeah. on over to the other side. And we yeah. can't see how we're gonna right. get there and wow. get anything done. But just like you said, it's already been decided <laughs> yes. how it's gonna yes. go. All we have to yeah. do is get in motion, get <laughs> it done. Yeah. So I just wanna say thank you again
1: Amen.
0: for uh delivering the word.
1: Amen. And may
0: Amen. God continue to richly bless you and to you. give you word Amen. with the clarity that you that Amen. God has given you. To help us get the understanding That Comes from it We just want to say Thank you I just want to say God bless you God keep you In Jesus name Amen Amen. Okay, thank you very much
1: Thank you, amen, thank you for that That's really a blessing uh, Again, I just try to be Submitted to him and bringing that point up about going to the other side. See, because on the other side is going to be the place that he wants to use you. There you go. That's going to be the place that he wants to use you. Not just the place he has used you. He needs you to go to the other side because that's the place he wants to use you. That's very good. Area code 404-295-5820. You have the mic. Area code 404-295-5820. You have the mic. Any comments or uh, questions about the
0: ministry tonight. Hey, hey uh, Pastor Steve. Uh, I thoroughly Amen. enjoyed the Amen. message tonight. It was a wonderful word, a right-now word. Amen. So thank you so much. Uh, what is your, uh, your uh, cash app? Are you how you can go can to I the website. More? Just
1: go to the website. Uh, go to the website. I'm going to make that announcement now anyway. If the Lord has laid on your heart to give a donation, then you simply go to livedeliverance.com, and you'll find the uh, Donate tab. And then um, uh, you just uh, plant your seed there because that's the only way we stay on the air is through the uh, love offerings uh, of those of you who have been touched by the ministry. Because it says that if I pour out to you of my spiritual uh, content, then it is no small thing that you should in kind give of your natural resources. So you just go to LiveDeliverance.com and um, find the Donate tab. And I'll uh, give there. And you can make mention because this is a, uh, it's a it's a bigger ministry than just mine. And you can still uh, s- a state uh, for Pastor Steve Lee, and that will do everything that we need for it to do. Okay. okay it's,
0: it's on the – I'm sorry. It's on the Emmett Overton?
1: Yes, yes, that, yes.
0: Okay. And just, just state for uh, Pastor Steve? Yes. Okay. Yes, right, you can do you. that.
1: Thank you. Amen. We're just glad that, 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 that God has uh, been able to, to give us uh, an impartation and a visitation of, uh, of his word by stirring up the gift that is in you. And so until uh, next Monday when we get together, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Until next time, love you. Be blessed.